So I said that the Uncharted movie, I think I'm on record, about five podcast episodes in a row, saying that the Uncharted movie starring Tom Holland and Mark Wahlberg was going to be a 62 on Rotten Tomatoes once it has more than 100 critic uh, reviews. It comes out on February 18th. Okay. We are recording this on February 17th. Okay. I thought today was the 14th. 100% It is not Valentine's Day. (laughs) It is not. Okay. Good, good, good. Dubs, let me tell you that the reviews are out. There are 124 reviews on Rotten Tomatoes. Okay. Can you give me, can you give me an an above or below? Do you think I'm, I'm either right on the money with a 62 or I'm, I'm, I think you're high. You think I'm high? I think you're high. Do you think I'm higher than 10 points, 20 points, 30 points, 60 points? 30. The Uncharted movie. I think it's in the high 20s. The Uncharted movie on Rotten Tomatoes. (laughs) With 124 reviews, currently stands at a 40%. (laughs) So, looks like this wasn't the year we finally get our good video game movie. I did did shoot too high. I I was thinking, the first trailer, I thought, bad, bad, bad. This movie's going to be like a 20, 30. It's not going to be fun. Then the second trailer, I was like, okay, you know what? I see what they're doing. They're just pulling all the biggest set pieces from all the movies, and it's going to be dumb. It's going to be a bad movie, but it's going to be a fun movie. Set pieces from all the games, you mean? Set pieces from all the yeah. games, yes. Yeah. It's going to be a fun movie that I think is going to get a little bit of a, of a sweet spot from critics. Yeah. Apparently not. Although some reviews uh, do clearly give it a little bit of a sweet spot. So the critics' consensus that Rotten Tomatoes writes based on what everybody's saying about it. Promisingly cast. False. Uh, yeah, but misle- misleadingly titled what uh, Uncharted mines its best-selling source material to produce a disappointing echo of superior adventure films. That person's never played the video game. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, here's a, a, a fresh review. Okay. Uh, while based on beloved video game, well, while based on the beloved video game. Hey, that's a start. Uh, they the know movie it's a video game. also borrows heavily from some other well-known films. Uh, beautiful to look at and crammed with heart-stopping adventure sequences set in a picturesque foreign lands. This video game adaptation adaptation is thrilling, if overly long and morally iffy. <laughs> Which is morally iffy is true in the games. Yeah, like true. he's a cocky treasure hunter. He's not Indiana Jones. He's not putting in a museum. He wants it to be yes. rich. <laughs> yeah, true, true, true. Um, here's my favorite <gasps> negative review. <laughs> These characters are not Nathan Drake and Sully. This is Mark Wahlberg and Peter Parker. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, that's perfect. Forty percent. I think when it comes to HBO Max or Netflix or whatever, I'll give it a dumb watch sometime. It's you know when I knew it was bad, Mark Wahlberg. When yes, but when the last trailer I saw, it, it the final half of the trailer, there's one scene where Mark Wahlberg says. But I hate cats. And then at the very end of the trailer, Tom Holland goes, is that the cat? And then Mark Wahlberg goes, oh, you mean Flu- Mr. Fluffy? And then it, and then he goes like, boom, Uncharted. And I just went, this is so trash. Did you? Is that real? Did you dream that? That is a real trailer. That is a real trailer. <laughs> I don't think I saw that one. That It is a real trailer. Why can't they make video game movies good? We figured out comic book movies. I think it's for the most part. So a part of it, I wonder if it's innate in the fact that you are trying to recreate the emotional impact of an experience that people had with the game. Yeah. Or is the story just that good? And I always use StarCraft as an example Mm. because I truly believe StarCraft could be made into a cinematic movie that that would slap. Yeah. That would be done. I mean, you could fuck it up, right? But I think it'd be done <laughs> extremely well. Yeah. You look at something like Doom, where there's not a good pretense to that. It's just, hey, there's like monsters you kill. Oh. And then you have games like like Resident Evil, where it's oh, oh, but the other zombies, but like you can still kill them. Like oh, like and that's yeah. that's you don't have a compelling story behind it. But the thing that people resonate with is the is the feeling they had playing it and yeah. experiencing that. Yeah, exactly. They, I think, so far, most video game movies have gone for the the story 
or like mm. the set pieces or like just the big names like Uncharted, Resident Evil, like all, things like that. Max Payne. Uh, but they need to go over for like that feeling. You're right. Like Max Payne should have been a noir detective story and like people would have dug it. It also needed to be written a lot better. This is Mark Wahlberg's second try at a video game movie. <laughs> he was Max Payne, <laughs> they, they which was also horribly guessed. They had a uh, hitman. Yes. As well. Yeah. They, 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 which they went for huge action set pieces. All Play, you played the wrong game, bud. <laughs> yeah, all these all these movies that we're talking about right now are all games that were done, I think, as money grabs, mm. just trying to sell it. Yeah, and you could tell this became a money grab when they cast fucking Mark Wahlberg and Tom Holland. Yeah, Tom Holland for sure. It's like, oh, I guess they're going with a younger. They're telling a younger story. I, yeah. So pre what we're what we expect. Nope. Nope. <laughs> nope. He's Spider Man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't even want to try to try, try to like accurately portray any of the story, which no. is why people don't like it because it's not genuine. Then you yeah. lose the genuine part behind it, the authenticity behind that story. It feels like it was, it was the movie was created by a boardroom. Okay. You know what movie? You know what video game would be could be a smash hit trilogy? Huh. God of War. Uh, you, have like to, you, have the, to, you have to execute it the reboot God of War yes but the story if you do it well enough I feel like God of War could be like a really cool TV show The Witcher's been doing very well yeah oh yeah well The Witcher I'll half give credit to as something that's doing well because it's a book series I was gonna say and it, it's based off the books technically it's the yeah. book but but it's definitely heavily inspired by like the visuals the visuals the, the character yeah. yes um interesting you you mentioned uh -uh. doom before uh and for those who can't tell i thought you were talking about dune the no, book for a second doom doom, doom. Uh, like doom eternal d-o-o-m uh i think doom could work if they did it like in the style of mad max fury road because the recent Doom, the Doom reboot from like 2016 <laughs> and then Doom Eternal yeah. have just been like, like full testosterone balls to the wall. <laughs> like, let me slingshot up 300 feet and then you, shot, you, you, shotgun blast a demon in the face. Uh, that came uh, from. You could do it if you did it, if you did that genre differently, which is why Mad Max Fury Road was done so well. How so? It was edited by the director's wife, wasn't it? Yeah. That's a completely different take yeah. on how to portray a lot of those action scenes. Yeah. It wasn't the stereotypical take. Granted, it was also an absolute fucking nut show that they had a lot of live shots and scenes of these yeah. monster trucks yeah. exploding and jumping and like with spikes on them. So visually, it was also they sold it. But yeah. you have to do it if you can't just have another Fast and Furious. But oh no, but like there's monsters and zombies. But it's Fast and Furious. It's just that's. No, that's that that's I mean, no, it's okay. We're gonna call it this the name of this this game that everybody loves. That's got you know eighty thousand daily players and it has X amount of downloads yeah. and it's like that's not gonna work. You're, yeah, exactly. It's just that's not how this works. StarCraft has a compelling story. Um and I feel like that's why it works so well, because the story of StarCraft is so it's so good. Like the campaign sucks. You don't play the campaign for the gameplay. In Starcraft. Well, the campaign, yeah. The you play game, the campaign for the story. You want the cutscenes, those high def, crazy animated cutscenes. I cut think you scenes. just made a lot of people mad. Why? <laughs> Starcraft is amazing. Yeah. It's like the multiplayer. I was going to say, it's known for multiplayer. It's yeah. not like, man, I love that mission when I had the little scientist and I had to like go open doors and click all the way through <laughs> and avoid the guards. That was yeah. really groundbreaking. True. You're true. No, it's because that that could that continued the story of what you were doing. Yeah. Oh, I can't wait to mine for 30 minutes to get the resources to uh, put, get the tank to put into siege mode after my research and then I can finish the mission because I accomplished the siege mode. Mining for 30 minutes. Now you're talking my language. Yeah. How See do what they I mean? make a Minecraft movie? What uh, what genre would that be? Just slice of life anime. <laughs> I would just I would just do red versus blue. I would just red versus blue it. You would like animate it. Yeah, interesting, interesting. <laughs> I, you you said StarCraft movie, and I agree. Like the the people over there at Blizzard, who we don't talk about anymore, but uh, <laughs> they like made some incredible stories with some yes. like Hollywood level. Yes. animated cinematics like hey what if pixar made a game about demons 
oh cool well that's that's diablo <laughs> like uh, <laughs> that's another great game that that could be something. diablo diablo could be so cool an overwatch movie would be incredible an overwatch movie yes 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 like talking about like it's been 20 years since the fall of overwatch yes and the omnics are back and yeah oh my god and just fully animate it by blizzard yes yeah exactly yes. starcraft 2 like they could animate the whole thing feature length uh animated film i think the company that does their like trailer animations and cutscene animations did the same ones for uh star wars the old republic the mmo that i showed you uh, a couple weeks ago yeah yeah yeah. and they're just incredible like i want full movies like that you they're, and you, you yeah. could with those properties yeah i just don't know why they don't yeah they did they target these weird random oh this is a good idea this will totally sell yeah. it's just no i i am still holding out hope for the last of us tv show which is coming to hbo it is the show is written and produced by neil Druckmann, who is the lead writer and creative director for the both games uh and some of the uncharted games um and yeah and it's starring pedro pascal the mandalorian as joel the main character uh and then a a a girl from Game of Thrones as Ellie, but still it, holding out hope for that because like it that could. game is like zombies, ooh, spooky, scary. Uh, but the the story, the story is like yeah. one of the most interesting yeah. stories I've ever seen t- in any media. Um, and it, they they're just gonna tell that story, and I think they're gonna absolutely crush it. I just realized they kind of did a God of War ish movie of what? Um, oh god. Uh, are you talking about Clash of the Titans? Yes. <laughs> they kind of did that. They kind of did it in a, a way. A little. <laughs> with a Liam Neeson Zeus, right? Yeah, and dude from Terminator. Dude from Avatar. The main dude character. From from, Avatar, yeah. Yeah, Jake Sully. Yeah, what's his name? No idea. Avatar, dude. I don't know. We'll see him again this year. Sam. I think it starts with Sam. Sam Whit- Whitworth. Sam, Sam Worthington. Yes. Got it. There you you go. and me together, bud. We yeah. got there. Yeah. Uh Avatar two this this winter. It's supposed to be coming out like three weeks before the end of the year. Do you think Are you excited? Out? Are you excited or no? No. I mean No? I'm gonna go see it in the theater probably, hopefully in IMAX. It'll be fun to download directly into my eye holes. But uh <laughs> other than that, it's just gonna be like another just space Pocahontas again. Ah, um, unless this time, unless water. they do something very different. They I mean, do this something... one's supposed to be underwater. We heard that 10 years ago when he was he announced that Avatar 2 was coming out soon. It's going to be underwater. Yeah. Okay. It's probably okay. going to be out by like 2012, maybe 2013. Uh, and it's going to be on Pandora again, but focusing on like the underwater Navi tribes. Fair enough. Fair Zoe enough. Saldana's back. Sam Worthington is in it. Um, people who have died in the first one are going to be back in it. So that's interesting. Yeah. I think like the big bad Marine guy with the scratches on his face and Sigourney Weaver yeah, are coming back and I'm like 99% positive. They both died. <laughs> and like, no, I think, I think, uh, I think, uh, um, Sigourney Weaver lived watching back on avatar one though. That, that I feel like it, it's better now that the hypes died down. Mm. It, it's, it's good. It's, it's 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 just a good movie. It is. Yeah. It really is. It's um and it's sti- like it holds up visually today for sure. Yes. Like it, it does. It still looks like stunning. <laughs> they did a great job with I mean, I'm sure there was so much money involved in that. So, yeah, yeah but it um I I'm interested to see like if this one can blow our minds as much as that one did. Well, so here's my question. Were we blown away by Avatar 1 because of the visuals or because of the story? What? <laughs> the visuals? Okay. Get, get out of here. <laughs> it was literally Pocahontas. Yeah, I know. But people <laughs> loved that movie. Yeah. The story right? was not groundbreaking, or not groundbreaking at all. I think they needed to keep the story simple so people could focus, focus on the world building and the lore and the visuals. Okay, so and it was in 3D. Well, that so that goes there goes my point. How can you replicate that unless you just introduce a new level of of quality, which we can't, we don't have at this point. Yeah, exactly. That's kind of what I wanted to talk about. Like Thanos is the best CGI is ever gonna get. 
I frequently have to remind myself watching Infinity War or Endgame that that's not a real purple dude. <laughs> Specifically, like, there's a couple scenes when he's like, those quieter scenes when he's talking to Gamora and he's like, tears for me, daughter, or something like yeah. that. And it like zooms on his face and he has like peach fuzz next to his eyes and like on his cheeks. <laughs> and then the all that for a drop of blood. Like, that's a real man <laughs> with real purple blood. <laughs> that that scene specifically on Nowhere, yeah. when it fades yeah. and it shows him and the fire is like crackling and yeah. the shadows are on his face, that looks... It's real. It looks real. Like they it does look that real. Prior. Literally just Zoe Saldana in makeup in a green room with... Um, uh, what's his face? Josh Brolin. <laughs> With a big stick on his head with a picture of Thanos' face. Really? So she could look up and actually meet Thanos' eyeline. Yeah, did you know that's how they like filmed most, most of the Thanos scenes? A stick with a piece of paper? Literally wore a helmet with a stick coming out with Thanos' a picture, a 2D picture of his head. And it was just his head completely <laughs> stoic. And then he would like act and he would like put his hand on her face or something like that. And then they would just CGI it out. But that way she could like look up at where Thanos' eyes actually were. That's damn good acting. Yeah. Instead of like a tennis ball or something like that. That's like looking at a lamp. Yeah. And like <laughs> being like, father, how could you? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's that's good acting, man. That's, yeah. That's pretty damn good acting. Yeah. Um, there's some, you know what movie, you know what's one of my favorite movies mm. of all time? Mm-hmm. Tombstone. Okay. And I think it's why, I think it's why The Hateful Eight is one of my favorite, is probably my favorite Tarantino movie mm-hmm. because of Kurt Russell. Yeah. Kurt Russell's so fucking good as a yes. cowboy. He's so <laughs> fucking good as a cowboy. Yeah. And I don't know what it is, but just the way he talks just is made for that. Yeah, because it's not like, I'm I'm the Western cowboy. He's just got like that Kurt Russell accent. Like, hey, listen here now. Yes. We're going to oh, do. And it's like, I feel like that's more accurate to how people yes. sounded. And it just, I feel like if they ever did a, uh, like a Red Dead Redemption movie, he would have to be <gasps> in that movie. He'd have to be in it. On least. some level, he has yeah. to be in it. Like the sheriff or something. Like he Dutch. has to be. Yeah, I could see that. I could see that. we just dunked on video game movies for like 15 minutes but no joke i really want a red dead movie the resurgence of westerns even though there have been a bunch of shitty attempts did you watch the one i told you i don't even remember what that was the harder they fall the harder they fall no that's one with uh idris yes yeah no i haven't i i want to watch some westerns i've watched shockingly few tomb have you have you seen tombstone nope it's on uh it's on hulu i've seen uh the hateful eight uh, Django, Amazing. if that counts, it's kind it's of a western. It's a western. Um, I would call I've it. I would call it a cowboy movie. Rango, Rango is, yeah, ish. The animated one with Johnny. Depp. Yeah, I know, I know, I know, I know. Rango. I was and, just saying ish. Uh, Three Ten to Yuma, which was very good. Three Ten to Yuma is very good. Is that's one hundred percent like a, a good cowboy movie. Yeah. Uh, Tombstone is my favorite. Yeah. It's so much. Yeah. Val Kilmer is perfect. Yeah. As, uh, what's his name? Doc Holliday. Doc Holliday. But which is also just such a cool name. Bill Paxton, too. Just, oh, it's a, it's a cast, man. It is so good. It's such a good. There's something so, like, this feels good about Westerns. Like, those feel Hollywood. Like, classic Hollywood. That's, yes. yes. Like, that Hollywood that Tarantino loves. It's like this magic behind it. Yes. This weird... Yeah, it's the weird Hollywood magic. Yeah, and it's like, it's it's fantasy. Like, nobody acts in real... Nobody ever acted in real life the way they do in Western movies. <laughs> like, there were never, like, right. shootouts in the middle of a dusty town with a tumbleweed. <laughs> it's like... Yeah. Uh, I also feel really into watching Westerns after seeing Cad Bane in live action. It's like yeah, I want to watch. Once you watch Clint westerns, stuff. once you watch westerns, you'll realize how many scenes from both Mandalorian and Book of Boba are so western inspired. Yeah, and they're so cool. Um, where was I going with this? Oh, yeah, right. I'm watching Tombstone again. Yeah, I, I grew up like we had the VHS. I yeah. watched it all the time. I loved it. I'm watching it on Hulu. I'm ecstatic being able to watch it again. Yeah, it's so good. But because Kurt Russell fits. It's like one of those perfect fits mm-hmm. of just he is the perfect 
Western character. Like, just the way he is. Yeah. That's how I feel about Brolin. And I can't picture anybody else saying any of those lines as Thanos and being as good as Brolin was. Interesting. Just because of the way Brolin says it. Yeah. Which... The timbre, the deepness of his voice, the... The so cadence. stoic, yeah. Yeah, yeah the yeah. stoic, but like there's emotion and there's a madness there and you could somehow sense it with the way he talks. Oh, it's so good. He sounds like a genius. You know, like there's like an arrogance there, but it's almost, you almost feel empathetic to when he talks. It's so weird. I can't put it into words. Like when he talks to Strange, you almost start to like align with him in that moment. Yeah. When he starts to explain it, you know what I mean? He starts to talk about his world. Yeah. And he starts to, and Strange is trying to be like, oh yeah, okay, but you kind of you kind of feel more almost empathetic to Thanos in that moment, yeah. the way he's talking. Yeah, exactly. Whew, it's good. It's so good. Have you still not seen Endgame again? Correct. Why? Why are you depriving yourself of this? When are when will you be ready? I mean, I'm ready. What are you waiting for? <laughs> waiting to have like three and a half hours to spare. I mean, uh. <laughs> It's the emotional ride. Yeah. It's the same reason why I haven't seen The Rise of Skywalker again. Wow. Where it's... And I know everybody who hates it, like, go fuck yourselves. It's just... it's it. They're, <laughs> they're just such an emotional roller coaster going through it. The original experience was so intense. Yeah. That it's just... Am I ready to experience that intensity again? You know, it won't be as intense. No, but it's still going to be... You're... you're I feel like it's your... I have said this before. I feel like when you watch your favorite movies, Mm. especially the super emotional ones too much, you wear off the glean of the memory you had of it. Sure. Like your favorite song. Yeah. Like that favorite song you listened to that was magic the first time you heard it, after you played it a few times, Mm -hmm. that that like fresh magic is gone. It's still good and you still like it and you enjoy it, but now it's gone, gone. Yeah. And eventually get to a point where that's... It's fading away. Yeah, exactly. And you still like it, and it's still good, and it still has a great feeling to you. Yeah. But you don't have the same just... Like, when I think of Endgame, I still think of every time I was shocked because I had no clue what the fuck was going on. Yeah. Like, I still (laughs) think of the first five minutes of, oh my god, Tony Stark's gonna die. (laughs) Right here in the beginning of this movie. Holy shit, this is how it starts. In outer space with a robot. Or the scene before Portals, where I just thought, this is when we're gonna watch Captain America die in slow motion. That's exactly what's going to happen here. He's going to charge by himself and Thanos is going to spear him or something. And it's going to be dead. Iron Man's like Tony Stark's going to be screaming and Thanos is going to be yelling and trying to throw. Uh, so, you know what I mean? Like, like yeah. it's going to be this massive scene and then you're going to see Steve die. Yeah. And then portals happened. The uh, the absolute like roller coaster dip and then rise yeah. <laughs> on your left. Yes. So it's just th- that magic, that feeling of it is just wow. Yeah. You've watched it, what, like 20 times? No, not 20. Uh, like 10, though. Double digits, right? Yeah, <laughs> double Probably digits. double yeah. digits. Um, it's just, it, that movie is just fun from beginning to end. It is three hours that does not feel like three hours. And it's also like, I've seen it enough times at this point where it's like one of the original Star Wars movies. Right. I could honestly just put it on at any point in the movie. And <sighs> see, just see the other the thing I don't it. want to do is do what happened with the other Marvel movies, mm-hmm. where the cadence of the story and this is, I understand kind of what like Scorsese was screaming about. I understand the formulaic deployment of yeah. the story yeah. in those movies. So you, I don't have the same enjoyment watching any of the Iron Man movies. Mm. Like they're kind of just like, yeah, okay. Oh yeah. yeah, this scene happened, right? And then, oh yeah, now this. And then, oh yeah, that mo- oh, that was a good line. I forgot about that line. Yeah, exactly. But the majority of it's yeah. kind of kind of like neutralized. Yeah. And I don't want to have that with Endgame. Yeah. And I, Infinity War was getting to that point. So I stopped watching Infinity War. Mm, yep. You know, this yeah. so it's I like it became too familiar. That's it. With Infinity War, I am like I watch Infinity War like waiting for the set piece to the set piece to the set piece. And I'll even like I'll be I'll pop on Infinity War while I'm doing something and I'll like fast forward through parts. <laughs> Like that's what I don't want to get to. I'll fast forward through Peter Dinklage. <laughs> like I don't need to see. Like just show me the part where Thor knocks unconscious and then Groot makes the handle. It's like that part's cool, and then he shows up in Wakanda and it's awesome and blah blah blah. But 
Yeah, there's, there's so many parts. That, like, when they're discussing, like, how are we going to get the thing out of Vision set? I'm like, I don't fucking care. I already know. See it's, what it's, I mean? Like, that's that's the thing I don't want to lose, because I like the emotional ride of that story. Yeah. So, that's why I don't watch these movies again. Yeah. But I haven't seen Tombstone since, I think, high school or early college. Ooh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, when I found out on Hulu, I just went, oh, Tombstone. Yeah. So I've just been watching that, it again. That was me with uh, Twister when we did Twister a while ago. Yep. And I was like, oh my God, I forgot like how fun this movie. And it's, I was like reliving it. So and it had good. been long enough where I like forgot a lot yes, of it. Yes, that's me in Tombstone right now. I, I, yeah. don't forget, I forgot these scenes and it's just, oh, this is so good. Yep. It's so good. I had that with, uh, I, I've been replaying a bunch of games with my girlfriend and I like genuinely <laughs> forgot a bunch of story beats. I just recently replayed uh, Spider-Man for PS4. I played it on PS5. And like I, I, they they do some pretty wild things in that game. I'm like, oh my god, I forgot they did this. What was the last game that she was watching you play that I forgot about that you that she was really into? Uh, Uncharted Four was the game that she's been the most into. God of War, um, Spider Man, Spider Man Miles Morales. Mm, I can't really think of. Another one that she was like really into. Shoot, I forget. We mentioned it uh, like a week or two ago. Yeah, I know. I that's know that's why I'm racking my brain right now. And I'm, I'm thinking of my PlayStation 5 home menu. I was like, what's <laughs> next to what? The Last of Us? I just say Last of Us, right? Yeah. Uh, but then we played The Last of Us 2, which gets really, really dark, dark and heavy. Really yeah. fast. And I was like, listen, we're in a global pandemic. I can't do this to myself. <laughs> this is like having two global pandemics happening at once. <laughs> uh, but recently, um, she saw a video explaining why like the La- Last of Us 2 is extremely polarizing uh, because it does some pretty wacky things to mm-hmm. tell its story, which a lot of people who looked at it as like a successful story thing was like, yeah, it's absolutely slaps. Like the reason they did what they did is so cool. And some people are like, yeah. if I could sum up the other half of the <laughs> argument. Um, but then I, we watched a spoiler free video of why Last of Us is so special. And she's like, oh. I really want you to play that. I know it's like, it takes a lot out of you, but get back into it, man. Yeah, get back I into it. You should. I, I might want to, but like I, they did say like, it starts incredibly dark and it doesn't end any brighter. No, <laughs> like, it doesn't. No, I remember just, when that came out, that was what people were saying. It's just a slog from beginning to end, but sometimes that's how life be. <laughs> and it tells just an accurate story. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what else, uh, I've been playing that, that she's gotten into, but it's just, it's just nice having her get into some stuff. Um, the next thing I, w- I wanted to talk real quick about the Nintendo Direct from, I think, last week that we didn't have time to get to. Was that last week? I thought this was this week. The Nintendo Direct? Yeah. No, it it had happened before we recorded the last episode, but it was the Boba Fett finale last week. So oh, we yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, so Nintendo Direct got a just got to mention it every time one happens because I, I watch them live uh, wherever I am. Uh, luckily, this one happened after work, yes. <laughs> so I could fully devote my attention to it. Um, but they so you know that my like second favorite game series of all time is Mario Kart after Zelda, obviously. It's the thing in the world that I'm best at. Yes, I know. I'm passionate. I'm about jealous because I don't have that. I don't have that thing. So. You, like, yeah, you do. Something I'm best at? I mean, it, not like you're better than anyone else. No. But like, there is something in your life that you are better than anything else that you're good at. Like, what is your strongest skill against any of your other skills? Like, are you better at playing guitar or playing drums? I don't play drums. So guitar, are you what? better at, are you better at, uh, what? Well, are you I'm better just, at brushing your teeth or driving a formula one race car? Brushing my teeth. Okay. So you're the best at brushing your teeth. No, it's the no, thing I'm who, best at. I mean, you just made that comparison no, here between I'm drums not. and guitar. Oh man. Uh, how do I translate what's in my brain <laughs> into your brain? <laughs> do you get what I'm trying to say? Like Mario Kart, out of all the things that I'm good at is the most thing I'm good at. I'm not saying that I'm the best in the world at it. I'm just saying that of... Okay, yes, I understand. It is my strongest skill. I understand. I understand. I understand. (laughs) Ranking my skills with Mario Kart... I understand. ...against my skills with everything else, Mario Kart is the best. Okay. I understand. I like, for example, I'm the most confident in my skill in ice skating. 
Is that the thing you're best at? I think based on how, how you're positioning this, yes. I think if you could rank a skill, an objective scale on like zero to a hundred, I'm zero at Formula One cars. I'm maybe a three at Formula One cars. <laughs> oh, <laughs> three oh, out of a okay. hundred. I think I could turn it on. <laughs> I think that puts you at a one. Uh, okay. And I could definitely get it to move. Can you? Do you, do you know how to drive manual? Okay. So we're going to stick with one. <laughs> I am a one out of a hundred on fam- Formula One. But like, how would you rate your skills on guitar? Zero to a hundred. I don't know. A 45. 45. Cool. How would you rate your skills skating? Zero to a hundred. 90. There you go. Yeah. That's the thing you're yeah. best at, probably. Yeah. Probably. Yeah. Um, yeah, we, still, Mar- we still have to have our skate date. We do still have to have our skate date. I've got a lot of busy weekends coming. I know up, you've so been you've been a busy boy. I'm a busy. Little boy. Anyways, continue. Nintendo Direct. Mario Kart. Mario Kart. I think we even had like a. I did a wish list of what I would want Mario Kart Nine to be in because yes, it's like it's we did. time and it's it was coming. a really good idea. You had a lot of good ideas. I do. I'm, I've created the perfect Mario Kart. Yeah, you did. Like, you, I, did. <laughs> you did. You did. You did. One hundred percent. You did. And I I kind of have a feeling that that's what they'll do for Mario Kart Nine. Like I I'm so sure of it that like this has to be the next thing. This is what okay. people want okay so the the nintendo directs going okay you know they show some bullshit they announce a new fire emblem game oh but it's a fire emblem warriors game so like dynasty warriors hyrule warriors quick asterisk actually no no continue you're right continue um they announce some cool stuff and then we hear a motor rev and we hear (laughs) the mario kart song and it's like oh mario kart my monkey brain goes Mario Kart, <laughs> not realizing that it's the Mario Kart 8 theme song. And then like Mario drives by and it's like, huh, that looks familiar. <laughs> and it's like, we're remastering a bunch of old tracks. Yeah. For like more retro tracks for Mario Kart 8. And I was like, oh, oh, <laughs> like, cool. Uh, and but, but long story short, they're making 48 <laughs> new retro tracks like the, the, giving them the hd treatment yes putting some zero gravity areas and then probably um updating them to be playable in mario kart 8 deluxe on the switch including uh exclusive tracks from the app like the mario kart app mario kart tour which is a shitty in-game purchase fueled microtransactions up the ass app uh that i was so excited for but was just very disappointing um, but there, there's some really cool levels in that one. They're bringing those into Mario Kart 8. They're bringing game, levels from every Mario Kart game into Mario Kart 8. So I'm like, cool. And it's 48 of them, which literally doubles the size of the game. Yes. Uh, for $24.99 or whatever. Or it's free if you have the Nintendo mm-hmm. on Switch Online expansion pack. There was a is, lot of that, by the way. Yeah. In this direct. But it's this part is free, actually, if you're if subscribed. You more, which yeah. I am, uh, <laughs> thanks to some old friends at our last job that we had together. Okay. Uh, we're in a little family. <laughs> it's oh, like a weird, nice. multicultural, old co-workers family <laughs> who have all gone our separate ways. But we have a uh, Nintendo Switch group chat that we just all like fanboy out over anything Mario or Zelda or Metroid or whatever. Uh, so when the Nintendo Switch family plan came out, one of them did research and was like, hey, it doesn't check your address. We could all be a family if you want <laughs> so it was like thirty dollars for the whole year and then the expansion pass was like an extra 30 or something like that yeah so we're like bad. yeah i literally paid like five dollars yeah and i get all this shit for free so i'm very excited bummed we're not getting mario kart 9 yet and at this point i think it's too late to put it on the switch i think mario kart 9 is going to be a launch title for whatever the next console is the switch has been out for four years has it yes so you're wait are you are are you thinking about the next console already for them i think it's time to start having those conversations really i think it's i think it's going to be switch two because the switch they like successfully combined their home console sales and their mobile sales their handheld sales yeah there's not a new handheld they've had Game Boy, Game Boy Color, Game Boy Advance, Game Boy Advance SP, DS, DS Lite, DSi, 3DS, 3DS XL, all these. And now it's just the Switch. It's both. Wherever you want to take it, it's that one. Do you want them to come out with a new console? A new Switch? You do. I want a Switch Pro. The Steam Deck just came out, or is about to come out. Right. Which is like, 
a computer kind of on par with my computer, which hurts my ego quite a bit. <laughs> That's like $600 or whatever. I don't even remember how much. You can hold I it in know. your hands. It yeah. runs Windows. Yeah, I saw You can that. make it run Linux. I saw that. It runs yeah. Steam OS. You could play emulators on it. I saw that too. Um, it's like the best handheld ever. So it's like a fully functioning computer for like not a crazy amount of money. So I'm thinking fit that into a smaller package. It, the specs don't need to be that crazy, especially for Nintendo. Uh, and then just give us another Switch with like some new features. Give us a camera on the Switch. Okay, so here's cool. a question. So Nintendo's notorious not really the 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 hardware pusher. Yeah. Right? Yeah. As far as benchmarking and performance yeah. goes. They're not like... Besides like GameCube was the only one that was like above... Yeah, but that's that's definitely not their credo. No, (laughs) right? Their credo is kind of what what kind of engagement can we have off of the, uh, uh, what's the wording? Uh, I almost said IPs, but yeah, like let's give something. Let's give people something that they know that they like in a new spin. That's just fun through the play style of what we have. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. Because they're not selling crazy like. Yeah, I know you can get Resident Evil on Switch, but is that selling really? Yeah, you could get Doom Eternal on the Switch. Yeah, is it really selling? Eh. Yeah. So when they have the conversations about, well, what are, what are we going to do next for the next Switch or the next version of this and yeah. that? I wonder how much they think about, well, we need to go 4K, obviously. Yeah. right. I'm sure they don't say that, right? Like, what, like what do they say as far as, well, how are we going to innovate to draw in more consumers? What's going to differentiate this new generation from the current generation? What because unless they did do, we're going to go, you know, one twenty four four K like full immersion like we're, we'll do AR kind of fucking shit. Like, no, I don't think they do. I think that's that's Sony and Microsoft pushing the boundaries. Yes, more Sony. I think Sony is like, what's the hot new technology we could cram into this shit? Uh, and yeah. Xbox is who can we buy to force <laughs> did you, did to, to force people to play our dumb <laughs> shit? <laughs> and exactly. Nintendo is. Uh, I genuinely, I think I have the answer to this one. Okay, good. Because Nintendo has made some fucking weird shit in the past. Look at the N64 controller. Look at the Wiimote. <laughs> Look at the GameCube controller. Look at the DS. Like when the DS came out. Like, I would have slapped whoever the designer was. <laughs> we made two Game Boys and glued them together. And one of them, not both of them. One of them's a touchscreen. Um, but I think what they do is they get their team of core developers like, hey, Miyamoto-san, what do you want to do? What do you wish you could do in a Mario game? What do you wish you could do in a Zelda game? What's some like crazy cool innovative stuff? What's the what's a, a fun new way to interact with a Zelda game? Oh, I want to wave the sword. I want to uh, use my third hand to grab the <laughs> Nintendo sixty four controller or something. I don't know where that came from, but uh, the DS. I want to be. I want to have a touch screen, but I don't want it to like. I don't want my hand to cover the whole thing. So let's put another screen above. Like all these crazy things, and then they make the hardware based off of that. So, like, the Wii U, which was a swing and a miss, but I loved that console, uh, is I want to be able to play on the couch or on the TV or both or multiplayer where some people can see the TV and only I can see the screen. Like, you could have different things on the screen on the TV. That was was a great idea. Such a cool idea. It was a really good idea. The, The problem with the Wii U is nobody else besides Nintendo supported it. Like mm. Ubisoft gave it their best bet, <laughs> their yeah. their best try, but really only Nintendo was was pushing that thing, uh, the the features of that, um, and then the Switch is just the evolution of the Wii U, like the correct yes, version of the, the Wii U, essentially. It, yeah. Uh, so yeah, I think that they're just gonna decide what are the limitations of the Switch. Like, what do we wish Zelda Breath of the Wild two could do what do we wish the next donkey kong could do the next metroid maybe they're working on metroid 4 to be whatever their next consoles thing is and maybe that is 4k maybe it's like ram limitations because the switch has shit for ram like a lot of the uh technical problems that switch games have is literally just due to ram what you got I need to ask you a very important question. Oh, boy. Because you're much more a Nintendo person than I am. Okay. So you will probably know the cultural answer to this. Okay. Does Nintendo give a shit 
about getting into the metaverse? No. Okay. <laughs> so hard. No. So for a while, they didn't give a shit about the internet. <laughs> I like, I swear, like the higher ups at Nintendo were like, yeah, it's 2012. It's still a fad. It's going to, it's going to blow over any day. Now we're not going to touch that with a 10 foot pole. Oh my God. Like trying to use the online features in the Wii when you could hop on an Xbox, press a button and be in a lobby with your friends playing uh, Halo. And on the Wii, you needed to download like a 16 digit randomly generated code. The other person also needed to put in the code. You could only play certain games online. You needed to have, oh my God, it was an absolute nightmare. So because the trend now and the projection is mm. VR. I mean, so, they, did, they tried VR. When? Uh, well, twice. They had the Virtual Boy. Do you know about this thing? It came out for less than a year in between the Super Nintendo and the N64. Uh, and it's it's that red and black thing. Have you ever seen that? That you put your eyes into like a viewfinder? But it was so heavy that, that you couldn't strap it to your head. So it came with a stand so you could put it on your coffee table <laughs> and lean over and put your head into it. It was, uh, I forget the exact technology they used to make it look 3D, uh, but whatever technology they used could only display in the color red. So the only, <laughs> <laughs> all the games were just red. <laughs> they were shades of red. Uh, and there's something like eight games for it, period. And then they're like, nope, absolutely not. <laughs> we tried. We'll revisit later. And then the only other thing they've tried with AR is um, Nintendo Labo, which is where you make those like, that. cardboard toys yes. and do things. Yeah. They have a, a headset one where you can put it on your head and there's certain games that you can play in VR, which apparently isn't terrible. They added VR functionality to Breath of the Wild, which is weird because it's a third person game, yes. not typically made for <laughs> VR, but you, you as the camera can just kind of look around while Link is running around doing whatever. You can be like, I'm going to fight this thing, but look into the sky while I'm doing yeah. it. So do you think they make a push? I don't think what so. What do they do to hit the market with, with, with some type of innovation? I think... What will buy them a lot more time with the Switch is instead of releasing a Switch 2 or a successor, just Switch Pro. And what do you want to see in a Switch Pro? 4K, faster processor, more RAM, um, a camera. Um, a camera for what? Talking to your friends. Like playing a game with your friends, seeing like a little picture while you're playing Mario Kart together and you can see your friend go, ah! You, oh, you oh, beat okay. me, you bitch. Okay. okay. Uh, or something like that. Okay. Um Yeah, honestly, that's it. Like the Switch is so good. I could that it's why it doesn't feel like the Switch is four years old. Because it's still performing. It's still performing. It's still so fun. Like we don't need an upgrade. It that's, could be their new DS. Like that's it, the other thing. You don't need a new console from them. Well, what they do need is better performance. Because that's what like third party developers are starting to like we're actually not going to try and put it on the Switch because it runs slightly worse than a launch model PS4. <laughs> so we're not even trying to make games work on the PS4 anymore, really. Yeah. Like, they're PS5 games that will work on a PS4 Pro. And if it's PS4, good luck. We're sorry in advance. Uh, so so let's say hypothetically they were the able to launch a Switch Pro with PS5 capabilities. Oh, it would be the size of a PS5. <laughs> <laughs> That's why the PS5 is so big. No, I know. It has a GPU in it. They put right? like a 2080 in there. Yeah, so I get it. I get it. Um, uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know about that. But um, yeah, I think they're at the point where they could keep more or less the same form factor uh, and just kind of bump up everything. More battery life would be better, but they'd have to, they just probably cram a better processor in there to be able to do 4K and at least keep the same battery life. You just got to get a more energy efficient CPU in there. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Gotta go Apple GPU, Silicon, baby. More RAM. Uh, it has like dog shit for RAM. I think it has like four gigs or something yeah, like that. Yeah. Um, and like there, there, like there's so many games that like stutter and slow down literally just because of the RAM. <laughs> like, it's it, that part's rough. But I don't play my Switch. Yeah, I do occasionally. It's actually been a while because I've been on that PS5 kick, but um. Yeah, I'm always surprised whenever I do boot it up of like, oh, yeah, so what's been going on? And then I see the amount of people that have been playing recently and I'm like, oh, shit, 
Like, uh, like, eighty-five percent of my friends list has been on in the past seven days. Yeah, and it's like that's weird. I probably boot it up about once a week. Really? Yeah, do a Hades run. Um, I don't know. Play a little. Uh, okay. Get get like an hour further in um, Skyward Sword, which I still haven't beaten on the Switch. Okay. Um, Nintendo Direct. They also announced the sequel to like a twenty-year-old game <laughs> called Super Mario Strikers, <laughs> which is a Mario full contact soccer game yeah <laughs> which is like i love i loved that by the way i was so, i was so, so happy to see that fun. it was so yeah. fun and the the new trailer like i legit got hyped <laughs> like it was like they treated it with the respect that they treat like a zelda announcement or like a new mario game announcement where it's like something's happening something's happening oh is that a soccer ball wait wait <laughs> is this like another mario olympics games or a sports game or is this is this it's a strikers <laughs> and then like the cool comic book art style and he puts on like armor <laughs> because yeah. it's like mad max soccer <laughs> yeah uh and then you see him like fireball kick the shit out of the ball <laughs> and like like tornado up and come down and slam uh, it yeah oh uh, it was so good and i like grabbed my girlfriend i was like <gasps> we're getting this because <laughs> she gets really competitive with me with uh mario games like uh, Mario Kart and things like that, so we're gonna get really in, uh, aggressive about Mario, Mario Sports. Is it's probably the most fun in sports games you can have. Yes, exactly, because they don't treat it seriously. They just go for fun. They 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 play. Yeah, it's just we're not trying to aim for realism. We're not trying. To, it's just it's fun. Yeah, exactly. Um, I was actually happy to see Wii Sports come back. Yeah, <laughs> like the sequel to Wii Sports, which is just called like Switch Sports or something like yeah. that. Uh, with like weirdly human looking people <laughs> with like no faces yeah, a little yeah. jarring yeah uh, i think the beta for that just came out uh, or is Ooh. about to come out because they want to try some like online functionality still haven't really <laughs> mastered that in 2022 nope, nope. <laughs> so okay okay so, so uh one out of ten stars when you rate the direct the direct yeah uh like a six i don't nothing they didn't the 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 stuff they announced i could not give it less of a shit about uh the 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 dynasty warriors games the one where you're like an old like chinese historical figure mowing down waves of 100 enemies and each time you swing your sword you knock over like 30 people that was so freaking cool when i was 12 on the ps2 playing dynasty warriors 3 with my with my cousin and then i became an adult and i was like this is dumb well, and repetitive all, and boring also because it, it turns out you get that from any type of mobile game now yeah exactly that's yeah. it's fruit ninja shoot yeah um oh you, you never put that together yeah pretty much those kind of games are now just you know the they're just i, I always think is could this be ported successfully into mobile as a as a as a product and yeah I go, yeah that's it's like congratulations you bought the 500 gems pack for three dollars now you could kill 30 enemies at a time yeah exactly um yeah so th so that's the thing and then they announced i think i honestly i i could tell what it was by the trailer and i just stopped paying attention i think it was xenoblade chronicles 3 which i was never into there's always a xenoblade there's always a fire emblem there's always yeah. some obscure game is like remember this game back in 1993 we made a sequel no one was asking yeah. for we rebooted it and it's just okay they That's... also i talked to your girlfriend about this last week uh one of one of her favorite games is earthbound yes. which in japan is called mother 2 it's a series of games called mother they came out with mother 1 2 and 3 in japan uh they're very like quirky like lots of pop culture pop culture references uh they're very like anti-capitalist stories they're very weird and like very endearing i also love earthbound i never played mother one which apparently in this one is called like earthbound origins or something yeah. like that earthbound the beginning um there's been fans have been begging for years <laughs> to make uh mother three to translate it into English because it's like a heavy text-based game. It's a turn-based RPG, uh, and they just they haven't been doing it. But rumors have been like ramping up. Uh, Reggie, their old uh, America's president, uh, yes. said that he's played it. He's played the English translation of Mother Three. There's a really good fan translation of it that a bunch of people have played. Um, so oh my God. they're announcing they're like we have new additions to the nintendo switch online nes catalog and snes catalog and i turned to my girlfriend i was like 
I wonder if this is finally going to be it, Mother and Earthbound, and then they're going to give us Mother 3. And then they played like this kind of whimsical music, and it's like, beep, boop, pop, boop, like a dude <laughs> driving a bike around. I was like, holy shit, that's, that's it? That's Mother 2, that's Earthbound. And it's like, Earthbound is coming. And for the NES, Earthbound Beginnings, or whatever it's called. I was like, oh my god, they're going to do it. They're like, and now back to Fire Emblem. <laughs> it's like, no, why? why would they do that? So like, they literally gave us a bait and switch. <laughs> And then gave us a fucking another Fire Emblem spinoff game, Xenoblade Chronicles 3. Ugh. Not Mario Kart 9, but 48 Mario Kart tracks. Uh, what is it about Nintendo? Like, do you, do you realize what you just said? Mm. When did Earthbound come out? 94? You just mentioned how the Nintendo community has been craving and waiting for 30 a, years for a no n- not for a game to first be made not for a story to finally be you know transitioned into into a media that we've always wanted it's literally just for the re-release of something from 1994 you don't have this type of situation with any other company Sony, like Sony, Microsoft. Yeah. Nobody's sitting there like, oh man, I wish they just like made XP available now. So like I could use XP, but with 2022, you know, and environments, <laughs> I think that'd be so cool to go back to Windows XP. Yeah. You don't hear anybody talking about, oh man, yeah, like Halo, I know we have like eight of them and, and, and now we have the collector's edition and like cool, but man, I've always wanted more Halo. Like I always wanted the OG again, just, yeah. you yeah, know, yeah, again, yeah. you don't hear anything like this about any of these games, I mean, about sometimes. any, about any of these come not the same at all. You don't really have people like begging for more of that stuff, but yeah, I get what you're saying. Like Nintendo is so unique of like Nintendo's like, we're doing Metroid and everybody goes, oh, 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 <laughs> like everybody freaks out everybody starts screaming screaming you know what i'm saying it's, it's just, like me like i want more mario kart yeah it's just like, hey, like there's eight of them and they're kind of the same game <laughs> yes but also about old properties yeah it's it's also just and we made this new fire we we redid this for this fire emblem and everybody goes oh i've been waiting 27 years <laughs> for this to be available in america and english that's it's the just, other thing about Mother 3. It came out. <laughs> like, it's a game. They just never translated it from Japanese to English. That's all people want. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Yeah. There's people who... There's a large amount of people who are asking for a game that's been out for, like, 30 years. Yeah. To just be in English. It's like, it, listen, just take the fan translation. It's pretty perfect. <laughs> right? It's just... It's, yeah. It's just... I think the problem with that is that it dunks on so many huge licenses and IPs. What do you mean? Like, there's pretty much a McDonald's in the game from, and like things like that, maybe not literally McDonald's, but there's blatant like copyright infringements and things like that because it talks about like, it's not like Nike, but it's like Mikey <laughs> and stuff like that. It's the same like Swoosh logo and stuff like that. Um, so there's just, there's so many things they'd have to change to like legally even get it close to okay. <laughs> <laughs> to, okay. to release in america maybe but that's a bit more of... things like that i do get but okay. yeah i mean even metroid dread which came out in uh october of yeah. last year that was a game that was announced like 16 years ago <laughs> and then it was canceled and people like never got over it it's like i wish they would start working on metroid dread that's what again. i'm saying it's <laughs> yeah. just like you know they just they they have such a good hit rate of just like when Nintendo releases a game, it's gonna be good. It's like, it's like Naughty Dog. It's like Sony Santa Monica who makes God of War. It's like uh, Bethesda. Yeah, you know when yeah. they release a game, it's gonna slap. It's gonna yeah. I think maybe that's it. It's just yeah. the reputation behind. It's going to be a quality experience. Yeah, and I I can almost guarantee it's going to be. Yeah, so that's why everybody's chomping at the bit for yeah. Elder Scrolls Six. Yeah. That yeah. makes sense. That makes sense. So, uh, rating the Nintendo Direct, mm, six, six out of ten. Six. Yeah, we got a cool little, oh, that's nice, oh, that's nice. And then Strikers, wow, that's cool. A bunch of bullshit. And then Mario Kart 8, which is like, I sure wish that was Mario Kart 9, but damn, that's cool. More Mario Kart 8, which honestly is like a perfect Mario Kart game. So Yeah, it's pretty good. So, you don't really... I'd be worried if I were Nintendo of making Mario Kart 9. It's like, how do we top eight? Just keep, just do the Smash Bros. Uh, yeah. route. Keep it at eight. Mario Kart Ultimate. Just 
you you do um yeah you, that's all you do you just do that and you just keep adding to it you keep you adding, adding to it, to it and you have to make sure everybody has a, a custom ability yes it makes it fun you just keep adding to it you keep adding, to it. Add, you keep adding to it maybe you add like a rewards somehow like use links boomerang 50 times or something like that and then just daily achievements or whatever yeah yeah, yeah you, like do your thing. you do your yeah. thing yeah 100 percent. 100 percent. have you played uh did you play this new this is uh wordle game you play wordle no you know about wordle i do do you know how to play it do you get it yes you hear people talking about it all the time no all right cool what else do you want to talk about <laughs> Um, no, I've, I, I know how to play it. I know how it works. Uh, I've seen people do it. Um, it's, it's a weird little, it's a weird little nugget of like fan fandom that's come out of this, uh, this, this, uh, pandemic times of, it is a WordPress website, <laughs> not an app. It right. is still not an app of this like HTML game. This dude coded for him and his girlfriend to play. She like loves word puzzles or something yeah. like that. And she wants to like guess a word. And I think the story goes like they used to like manually play this <laughs> like on a piece of paper. He would pick a five letter word and she would guess. And he's like, that letter is in the right place. That letter is right. But in the wrong place, these letters aren't in it. And it's kind of like advanced hangman. Uh, and then he like coded it into HTML as like a little pet project, threw it up online and the Internet went, this is it. This is the <laughs> this is the new best word game. <laughs> this is so good. Uh, and he sold it to New York Times, right? He sold it to New York Times. Freaking way to go, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> made you, a few million. Yep. Yep. And, and now he can play Wordle every day with his girlfriend and a few million dollars. <laughs> uh, yeah. Just like that part of it to me is so cool. Like every time I hop on him, I play it for like three minutes or however long it takes me to play it. I, I just think of that guy who did it. <laughs> like he did he the damn it. thing. <laughs> he made it, right? He yep. just, he, he, yeah, no, that's, it's. I also like how he was transparent about it in the process. Yeah. Of just, hey, so I never expected this to happen. Yeah. Uh, and it did happen. So I need to do what I can do to um, stay sane, <laughs> you know, to, like not to go crazy with all this. Yeah. So I'm going to give it to a company that has the resources for that. Which is like the more... Uh well thought out approached that uh it's it's a better way to do what the flappy bird guy did yes <laughs> do you remember flappy bird oh, yes where he made a dumb stupid game <laughs> that was really hard and then exploded <laughs> way more than wordle has uh and he just went into hiding yeah <laughs> and he deleted the app off the app store and then got death threats <laughs> Uh, and then people were selling their their iPhones with Flappy Bird on it yes. for like triple the price. I remember that. It's like, it's got Flappy Bird. <laughs> it's the only way to get Flappy Bird. <laughs> um, yeah, gosh. I, I'm excited for New York Times to make an app. Although, like, I feel like it's about to lose its luster, its sheen of like it's special and new and you have to go to this so, weird website to so, find so it. So here's the thing. I feel as if with the current trends with technology and as far as the exponential growth that we experience in today's time because of technology, can you name something that's stuck? Like something that blew up like that and then stuck? Just any type of new trend that's stuck. Facebook. Facebook really blew up when? 2006, 2005? Yeah. I'm talking like now. Oh. Um, I mean like in the past like... Four or five years. TikTok? TikTok was a slow burn. Replaced Vine, but I guess. No, not off the top of my head, really. Like, there's a lot of flashes in the pan, is my point. And I'm not saying it's because the products are bad, or I'm I'm not saying because they're not, not, like, enjoyable, (laughs) or they don't have the longevity behind it. I think it's just there's something about the way we ingest the joy. We have global ADHD now. Yes. Of just, wait, like, we constantly need the next kick. They, we need our next fix, yeah, our exactly. next shot of like, oh, and then we're done. And so the, it's the 24-hour news cycle. It's everything's readily available. It's why are we still playing Wordle for the 20th day in a row when there's five new better apps that have come out since then or something like that, especially in a pandemic where it's just we're at home all the time. We're bored and we need. See, see everybody keeps saying that, and I'm not going to try to diminish people's experience with the pandemic, but I'll mm-hmm. be honest. I've accepted this as normal. That sucks. <laughs> this is all fine to me. Like I'm fine with how things are. 
Yeah, this is just the way things are now. I mean, I we're getting there, right? Uh, Denmark declared that fuck it, it's over. <laughs> we're back to normal, but they did it in a weird way. Whereas they're just going back to the way it was. No rules, no restrictions anywhere at all. Despite in the, whole the despite the giant jump increase of uh, well, whatever. It's yeah. the new flu. <laughs> where you're gonna get it. People die and whatever. Just yep, move on. it's yeah. a new worse flu. Um, but yeah, I think masks are going to be a thing now. They 100% um, are staying. We've picked up like new ways of being people, like less handshakes. I Dude, love it. I love I it. I love how still little handshakes I've given. I don't remember the last time I've shook somebody's hand. Same. I used to shake multiple hands a week. Yeah. And I hate it. It's the worst part of my week. I just do a little wave. Uh, hey. Hey. Hey, That's how's it going? That's it. I, I'm very much... And I don't know if it's just growth mindset driven, but I am so okay with how things have evolved mm. and I, I don't know why there's still parts of it where i'm like this sucks i used to get so much joy like out what? of like going to a bar just hanging out at a bar you don't even really drink getting some i mean what i do when i go out with friends to a bar okay <laughs> like grab a grab a few beers watch a um you see open mic band get some well first of all fuck crappy that food fuck the fuck the live music it's too loud i i'm also just an old man uh two though <laughs> two is i look okay so here tell me tell me what you think about this yeah. i look back on those moments of all the times i did stuff like that which we've actually run into each other at before we really became yeah uh, this close um and i look back and i go yeah that was a great time that was a great time that was a lot of fun and now i think about doing it now and i just go fuck that I don't want to do that. I have a whole bar here in my house. Why do I want to go out? Yeah, I mean, I think that's like the conditioning. I mean, I'm in pajamas is a strong word. I'm in pajamas. Why am I going to get changed to drive my car? I like I like getting a little a little dressed up, a little fancy. Oh, okay. Fancy little boy oh. going out to see my friends I haven't seen. Okay. Um, that makes sense. That yeah. explains it. I don't know. And then like cool food that you don't get at home. I guess it's because. Pickles. Oh come on, man! I have I have rice and sardines. I'm good. I don't need. <laughs> I'm good. No, I I, I feel I, I, like a little cave gremlin. I don't I don't need to go to the bar with my friends. I have sardines and pajamas and whiskey. Just a little alcohol cave goblin. You say next to a bottle of of scotch. It's next to my head. While I'm in pajamas. Yeah. After we just ate essentially that meal. Yeah. <laughs> Eggs and rice and chicken. <laughs> in spinach, there was there was green things in there, but it, why would I go out to the bar? I have all the spinach I need here. <laughs> they don't have my schlot bowls at the bar. They don't. No, they do not have macronutrient rich <laughs> meals. They just have chicken wings and fried pickles. That's so. Yes, that's that's it. That's that's it. Like. I want the connection. I love yeah. hanging out with friends. I've been, you know, you know, I've been. We've both been craving the whole scam, uh, Johnny yeah, hookup exactly. again, oh, and yeah. Colin and everyone, yeah. all that, you know, because we haven't had that since like last summer. Yeah, hang out, hanging out, shooting the shit, laughing so hard your throat hurts, you're sweaty, your back hurts. Uh, those are great drinks. Yeah, those are great. I've had a few of those with some with some friends from work, uh, and it's just like they're they're like the highlights of my month. Like it's just it's so. Rela- like ju- like cathartic well, of just like okay. laughing so hard for so hours on end. Maybe it's because I'm cheating. And every Wednesday when I play hockey with mm. the, the group of guys You and get that. The group of guys and girls that come to the private skate we we have that. Yeah. We also get this. We do like, also get this. We, we Every other episode we're like wiping hey. away tears laughing at some dumb Star Wars shit or something. Yes. So um, I, so I think maybe I'm cheating in that way, and that's why I feel fine with everything else because I get this massive dose of it. Yeah, I I I think that's the biggest thing I miss. I also miss uh, watching, uh, going to the movie theaters and feeling normal about it, <laughs> like not having to double mask for the whole two hours and not having po- like I just want to go in, grab a big slushy and a popcorn, and just munch, 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 and enjoy my movie like a dumb little kid. You see that sticky fingers because I don't want it to do. You know me, I don't want that experience. Yeah. So oh, yeah. I, I think it's just because we just we we value different experiences. Yeah, you value being a sad old man. 
locked at home. But, yes, uh, that, that is that is my priority. So I mean, that's that that those are the choices I take, right? And that's why this is all good for me. I'm yeah. like, yeah, this is great. I don't have to shake hands. I'm not gonna run into people. It's more deterrent for me to have to go out. I would say the one thing that I I I guess the one thing I wish was n- normal or see I don't even like saying normal because this is now normal to me. Mm. But the way things were pre-pandemic. It's about time. <laughs> oh, the alarm. That was just the alarm, everybody. It was just just the warning that uh, we're nearing our, our time cap. Yeah, that um, was our outro music that we forgot to mute. Sorry. <laughs> anyway, what? What do you miss? <laughs> that is our cue, though. We should wrap it up. Yeah, we do need to what wrap it up. What do you miss? Let's end on a high note. And on a high note. Um, nothing. All right. <laughs> play the music (laughs) unmute it (laughs) Bye. bye everybody we'll talk about batman next week